Yo, 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 yo. Hello, Redheads. I wonder how many times we've said yo in the intro. I think that's a recurring Mm -hmm. theme. It really gets me lubed up, ready to talk sandwich with you. Mm, It is the way that I stretch my jaw before biting into an episode like this. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, Subway's the footlong Olympics. Like people doing stretches in line. They're like touching their toes. I'm I'm like mm-hmm. unhinging my jaw. I'm putting tongue on the roof of my mouth. The actually the ordering process. I hate to go into a rant right off the rip on an episode, but <laughs> Subway is brilliant for making the ordering process so vocal because you actually like get your tongue stretchies in before you take on that gargantuan sandwich. Like <laughs> it's a really nice kind of symbiosis with the ordering and eating process of stretching. Uh, that mm-hmm. other fast food restaurants don't have, nor do they need, because you're just not mouthing any <laughs> food that big. It's like the, it's like if the elephant is the largest <laughs> animal on the safari, the footlong is the largest food in the fast food like kingdom. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I just think about like, you know, those cursed like burger restaurants that like get off on offering a burger that's like impossible to consume and then like Mm -hmm. saying it'll be free if you finish it or like putting your photo up on a wall kind of like burger heaven (laughs) Mm -hmm. like uh, like, (laughs) over in in your in your area do that place fucking it stinks and it rocks at the same time yeah every municipality has the neckbeard burger which is like some dorky dude wants to tackle this like 30 patty leaning tower of pizza sandwich mm-hmm. um, and you get like a pen you get a photo you get a picture with the owner if you can consume that and subway is ditching one of those every six minutes <laughs> you're absolutely right ty it's pretty crazy because like the people who go to subway never stretch <laughs> they don't do any kind of physical activity ty all mm. they do is walk into the way order and you know, stretch their pockets, maybe, you know, <laughs> they're, they're definitely stretching their dollar because mm-hmm. you get a good value over that over there at the way. But yeah, um, yeah, dude, I, I politely disagree, though. I think that the <laughs> average patron of Subway is more limber than we're giving them credit for. Yes, we can assume they're overweight, but we cannot assume that they don't have a physically active day because I would assume that this persona that goes to subway has a few other traits. They probably take public transit, which usually burns more calories than what I do, which is <laughs> I drive everywhere. They probably have a blue collar job. They're either swinging a hammer or taking tires off of a vehicle all day. I'm not doing any of that. I sit on my couch and I podcast. So they're burning more calories per minute than I probably am. And I'd say that as a result of that, mm-hmm. a byproduct, fairly good stretchers yeah i mean you're probably right to be honest i was talking about this last night (laughs) with someone else and (laughs) and i had this like kind of like dark realization tie i think that like our generation is going to have a shorter lifespan than those before it and i think it's all this technology that we are forced to consume i don't know about you but I, when I started screen all day, I just like look up from the screen at 5 p.m. And I think, holy shit, like where, where was I for the last eight hours? Like I just kind of like was in this limbo period. And the amount of like brain power that I have to exude 
to talk to you on this pod <laughs> and also do my day-to-day job, I feel like that's like wearing me down slowly, you know? Mm, yeah, I can, I can agree with that, Eric. I read this article online. I might have mentioned it on pod a while ago, but uh, apparently master chess players, chess grandmasters is what they are called. Um, they burn like a shit ton of calories when they're eating because they're thinking or when they're when they're not when they're eating when they're playing <laughs> because they're thinking so hard right and that's what we do mm-hmm. that's what we do we think fresh so this podcasting do. booth this is this is my gym mm-hmm. yeah think fresh die young bad pods do it well <laughs> hell yeah brother <laughs> That's a ah. sick title, bro. Think fresh, die young. <laughs> Think fresh, die young. That's the most hardcore be- thing any podcast has ever said. If we make another 10 bands off blenders on this podcast, I'll get that tattooed on my forearm. I would love for you to do that. And Breadheads, in order for us to make that happen, buy the buy the blender from Blendjet.com. <laughs> <laughs> use, the, um, use the code. Actually, don't use the code. Use don't the use link the in code. our description. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Make sure we make sure we get that commish. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get, give give your boys a little bit of commish. Mm-hmm. Turns out codes do nothing. We need you to click the link. Yeah, click the <laughs> link. This is in this is a text based podcast now, and we're gonna require you to click the link in our description to purchase a blender. And I, <laughs> you know, summer's coming up. You probably have a wedding in your life. Buy a blender because people who get married need home things because they're gonna be moving in with their new partner. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, summer lovers. Uh, yeah. I I don't want to go down a um, affiliate marketing rabbit hole with you because I doubt the listeners care about that. But I do want to say not. that it's absolutely ludicrous that any affiliate marketer would expect a audio based medium to sell things through a link. What link? You're listening. <laughs> like, what are we, we going to put a link in your AirPod Pros right now? You, the listener. How are you clicking a link? You're probably on public transit heading to the auto body shop mm-hmm. to work, I'm, <laughs> not to pick up your car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got 200 on the dash going fucking way over the speed limit on the I-5. You think I'm going to pull up mm-hmm. my iPhone and click on this fucking link right now? I'm going to crash Ugh. this I-8 into the wall. Um, <laughs> but you're right, Ty. I can't, I can't believe that um, word of mouth is an unacceptable means of selling through a podcast can you believe that dude this is a word of mouth all podcasts are word of mouth (laughs) Uh, absolutely insane so the boomers Mm -hmm. working at all of these online marketing companies need to wisen up to the media that they're working with i digress Mm -hmm. um eric i really (laughs) wanted to get that off our chest yeah i just needed to i feel so much better honestly using my audience to vent (laughs) thank you you feel like a this is like a Kanye West rant, like mid performance, being like, "Guys, I need to talk to you about Trump right now." <laughs> yeah, this I can't, can't wait. <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm sure Kanye right now has so many like pent up problems with things, but no platform to share them. Mm-hmm. It'll. I hope he channels it into music because I just want to hear a whole album where every track is like venting about. Like every 30 seconds is a different issue he's encountered over the last year of being suppressed. Um, and I don't even mm-hmm. care about the big issues. I want to b- hear about how he's like getting still cut off on the 405 or like, um, 
I don't know, maybe his <laughs> maybe his kids were a little judgmental of him or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I want to hear more about his girl problems because I think that's mm-hmm. the most entertaining version of Kanye we ever got. Like as soon as like the mm-hmm. Kim shit was kind of going downhill, like the music just got better and better. You know, peaking mm-hmm. with Donda. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's because the job of a woman in a man's life is to round, (laughs) like, shave the edges off that make him hard, you know? The job of a woman is to not make a man hard. It's to make a man soft. Absolutely right, Ty. And speaking of shaving, they need to be shaving down some mortadella and making us a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, buddy. (laughs) That's what's up. that's really funny. Um, we actually don't support uh, mis- misogynistic stereotypes on this podcast. <laughs> Men can be sandwich artists too. I actually like making my partner sandwiches. I It's an act of service, a love language. Um, and mm. I think I just make them better sometimes because I like, to, I like oh, to get the uh, a good sauce spreadage edge to edge on the, the bread. Um, mm-hmm. Perfectly toasted, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm I'm mm-hmm. a layering king, you see. Make sure everything is like <laughs> perfectly um, touching, uh, no overlap, nothing coming out the edges. It's a very cubic sandwich, a Rubik's cube of sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're in your Picasso cubism era, um, but I think you're right, Ty. I think that's the most unfortunate stereotype about women is that they mm-hmm. like they should be making us sandwiches or some shit. I don't agree with that. I think men make the best sandwiches. All the best <laughs> subway were made by men <laughs> because mm-hmm. they know exactly how much meat to put on. And like you mm. said, they're layering. Um, I think like as men, we like to eat in excess. Like mm-hmm. the more ingredients something has, the better. Like mm-hmm. the more salami you throw down, the more um, cheese you layer on your pizza. It's like th- these things just get us excited and only like men will understand that, I think. Dude, you're 100% right. Like the diet of the modern man is very maximalist. And I think this is also, we can attribute this to the the fall of fine dining because those small plates mm-hmm. don't appeal to, like my boys Bullshit. are getting their bags up and they're looking to like eat as much as they can. And I don't care mm-hmm. if it's seven courses, there's only one scallop on the plate. <laughs> yeah dude that that shit drives me absolutely nuts when places insist that you go for the prefixed menu you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's like yeah it's eight courses but don't worry like it's (laughs) we'll bring it out at the exact right time and it never happens that way it's always like i eat the scallop in a single bite and then i have to wait 10 minutes to receive my preemie it's bullshit Mm -hmm. honestly i think pre Prefixed menus would be uh, better if they didn't tell you how many courses they were, but described it to you in number of bytes. Say like, oh yeah, this is about a 15 byte course. <laughs> or like 15 byte menu or a, an eight byte menu. Like, mm-hmm. cause then I know like, okay, you're gonna stretch eight bytes over an hour and a half. Like mm-hmm. we should be able to pick that up. Yeah, that's an interesting observation. And you're making me think of those two-bite brownies that were mm-hmm. ever so popular when we were kids. <laughs> um, and it always made me feel like a man because I would like eat it in one bite. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I can I can eat a two-bite brownie in one bite and I'm only nine. <laughs> Damn. 
Who am I going to grow up to be? I know. I'm setting myself up for success here. Um, but Ty, I want to talk to you a bit about my Whistler vacation that mm. I just got back from on Saturday. I had two nights stay in the epic Fairmont Gold Room. <laughs> Hell yeah. Very epic. Um, I want to talk to you about all the food I ate for free and all the like random silly little requests I made to the concierge that was included in my room. As you should as a gold room <laughs> member. A gold member? <laughs> Absolutely, Ty. I am a gold member. If if Subway had like a tiered loyalty program, I feel like gold member would be like somewhere near the top, you know? It's like golden yeah. brown red. <laughs> Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Green would be obviously the entry tier, and you get like a little green subway badge. Um, mm-hmm. Rouge, tomato rouge, <laughs> is probably pretty high up there. Yeah, rouge is nice. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. Green, you know, it's kind of like in the army as well. Like you start out green, you're like the green person. That's like a thing, right? Like the, you know, very very bottom of the barrel, bottom of the bucket. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Top tier is probably, it has to be gold of some sort, but there's only two gold things at Subway. There's the yellow cheddar, which when it has that nice sweaty glaze, glimmers like gold. And then Mm -hmm. there's a perfectly toasted slice of Italian. Uh, (laughs) And it gets that like marshmallow tint on it when it comes out. Oh, absolutely stunning. I would love for like, you know, the top tier subway clientele, the top 1%, the top inch to get like a diamond encrusted, like gold baguette necklace or something. I think that'd be a nice touch. <laughs> it's like what Connie says, my diamond encrusted loaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. So I want to talk to you a bit about my stay tie. Um, first of all, with this gold room, this is something I learned like immediately after check-in when they kind of like onboarded us to the whole thing. Um, private check-in, I should say, Ty, there was a separate mm-hmm. concierge desk on the eighth floor for clients such as myself. Um, Dude, you're already on the eighth floor and you haven't even checked in yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just head on. Mile up, high sir. club. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Literally the mile high club. And um, what was nice about that Ty, is, after checking in, they like onboarded us to everything and said like, oh yeah, by the way, in the lounge, which is exclusive to gold, the gold familia, such as yourself, mm-hmm. um, we're currently serving uh, finger sandwiches. <laughs> finger sandwiches. <laughs> Absolutely, Ty. And this was by far the best perk of the entire stay because like we would just like go into the lounge at any hour of the day mm-hmm. and eat so much food for free we just like walk over to the table pick up like they would have like four different types of finger sandwiches one being a croissant um bread base another one Mm. being like a little slider type um you know the finger sandwiches are funny it's like (laughs) only both only high tea and subway we are willing to try to name their sandwich (laughs) after some bodily extremity (laughs) <laughs> finger foot long um yeah it's interesting so what about the finger makes it like really small you know what i mean is it because you can only pick it up with two fingers or it's like you can pick it up with two fingers 
I can pick yeah, up a like if you with two fingers. Think about it this way: like this is finger food, right? Delicate little bites, two bite sandwiches, um, as opposed to a mm-hmm. full hand, which which takes the palm and all, maybe even both hands to take a bite of. So I think they're trying to disassociate with the hand, which. <laughs> yeah, um, you're probably right about that. And Ty's place had like a. You might be wondering, like, what about the alcohol? And this is kind <laughs> well, of I was. <laughs> alcohol was like it was on an honor system, so you had to like every beside like the beer section or the wine section, they had like all kinds of shit, just like corked and ready to go. But mm. there would be like a little notepad where you write down your room number and like what you got. And if you want to leave a tip and that's it. And you just like put that in a little jar. And I looked around, Ty, there's no cameras. <laughs> there's like, there's staff coming in and out, right? No one's really like explicitly watching you. So I took a little beer for myself. I didn't pay for it. Wow. A cheeky Peroni. Well, yeah, dude, you probably you pay do. for it in other ways. <laughs> it's built into yeah, the cost true. of the gold room membership. Yeah. I mean, you can think of it as a loss leader, kind of, kind of like the uh, <laughs> kind of like Costco the, chicken. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's a loss leader, much like the veggie patty tie. We need mm-hmm. to appease our vegetarian uh, audience, yeah. but no one really wants that. <laughs> Dude, they're not making money off the veggie patty. Those things, every veggie patty in Subway is at least four months old. Absolutely. They're not yeah, moving. They pay more in refrigeration fees than mm-hmm. what they're able to make selling those things. Um but yeah, Ty, this place was great. I, I just like can't say enough of good things about it. We had so much food that we like couldn't really eat outside of the hotel. <laughs> like mm. the first day we went absolutely buck wild on finger sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Promptly after checking in that we were so full for dinner, we just like ordered like one thing and I ordered one thing. They got the fucking prefix menu. <laughs> which Dude. had like five courses and i was like damn babe you crazy for that one but um yeah we just kind of sat around like playing with our lobster linguine i love it when i accidentally end up in a an, an accidental all-inclusive type situation uh, <laughs> which seems like to be the scenario you ran into but it can throw mm-hmm. a, a a little bit of a kink in the whole trip because once you realize you have access to free unlimited food it's pretty enticing to make that the entire vacation harder to go visit mm-hmm. the michelin star restaurants you had on the uh save to google maps yeah i mean even the concierge was like let us know if you have any reservation requests we'll be happy to help you out with that i, mm-hmm. I just like laughed and said where where's the finger sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yeah, Dude, yeah, yeah. um we'll breakfast <laughs> I'm uh, flying out to play Del Carmen tomorrow morning, and I'm hitting an all-inclusive oh, yeah. resort for the next five days. So I'm very excited to report back on the breadheads on more uh, fingerling sandwiches or other types of unlimited <laughs> food. We're talking peanut coladas. Mm-hmm. We're talking quesadillas. We're talking guac, guac, guac. I love free mm-hmm. guac, baby. Mm-hmm. That's right. Ty won't be using the provided tongs. He'll just nope. be reaching in with his fingers because they are finger sandwiches after all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fingers are God's tongs. <laughs> <laughs> they are God's tongs. And like, if I'm touching the same tong as everyone else, like, how is that better than just reaching and grabbing my own sandwich? Right. It's like, yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to be like proper here and like 
not spread germs, but no one's using the provided little labo hand sanitizer. Everyone's just reaching with their own God's tongs. And, you know, the first time I was frequenting it, I was just going straight to the mouth. I wasn't even putting it on the plate. I was just eating from this table. <laughs> Dude, plates are overrated. Your hand, your hand is God's plate. <laughs> but Exactly. Uh, in theory, if you are all civil, hand straight in the bucket is a more hygienic move than the communal tong because you only make physical contact with the thing that you consume. You touch nothing else. If everyone did that, everyone would only consume their own germs. So mm-hmm. who's breaking the rules here? Who's touching a few different Sammies trying to squeeze to find the ripest one for them? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's you in the produce Absolutely. section, but is that you at the buffet? Oh, man, maybe. I mean, I'm touching all the peaches <laughs> at the produce section, making sure that's the right one. Um, yeah, bruised and all. But Yo, uh, yeah, this is I, entirely the reason there even needs to be an intermediary at Subway and artist between you and the produce because people would just be digging deep in that cucumber bucket looking for the thickest, crunchiest slice to add to their sandwich. They wouldn't, they wouldn't care. They'd be touching everything, moving it mm-hmm. around, digging. That's a great point. You know what, Ty? Even this, how come we have never talked about this? There are no tongs at Subway. Like the artist is like going like fist first into the tomato to get you like mm. the perfect slice, which I guess works because when he's wearing gloves, but I mean, like, I don't really know if I want like someone's the visual of someone's hands, like touching these ingredients. You know what I mean? Especially I know. It's my food. <laughs> Whether they're gloved up or not, you can still see like how dirty their nails are underneath. <laughs> it's like, oh, you didn't yeah. wash your hands, but at least you wore a glove. Mm-hmm, like I'm not going to get any sandwich transmitted diseases from this STDs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, that thin layer of plastic, you know what I mean? Like, you, we already know that glove plastic is not as good as, like, condom plastic. Like, we need, like, that level of security to yeah. protect our mouths from STDs. Dude, if there was a freaking Durax logo on the box of plastic gloves, I would have so much more confidence in, <laughs> in my artist going at mm-hmm. it in those buckets. Mm-hmm. I would, too. Um, one other thing I want to talk about. This place had a fine selection of baked goods as well, some croissant action. And I was being a little bit of a stinker one morning, Ty. I was like Mm. really lazy and I wasn't really ready to get out of bed at 10 a.m. I was like way too sleepy. I wanted to kind of just be like nested in, (laughs) Um, cozy up by the fireplace in our hotel room. Um, So Bay was kind of like egging me on saying like, let's go. We're going to miss breakfast. We have to get there before 1030. Uh, okay, fine. Let's go. And then she's like so excited to have the almond croissants, which she's, she saw on display as she kind of like took a peek earlier in the day. And so we go and there's no more almond croissants, right? It's all gone. And, oh. and uh, thankfully the staff at this place is so attentive that they always come by and like check on you while you're eating saying like, you got everything you need, blah, blah. And they was so salty that she didn't have any almond croissants that she mentioned it to our staff and then he's like oh i'm so sorry to hear that blah blah blah. a few minutes go by he comes back and is like i've just spoken to our baker they're willing to make you some almond croissants right now no wow yeah personal baker she went karen and then for some reason they were karen about her (laughs) 
Exactly. <laughs> she went full Karen mode, and I was like embarrassed. I was like, babe, this we're not rich enough to be here. <laughs> like, keep that to yourself. <laughs> and then yeah, all of a sudden, this guy says, "This guy says," um, and she's like, "Oh, really?" And then this guy's like, "All I need to know is how many." And then I'm like, oh, I guess like two. <laughs> and then she's my bae just jumps in and says, we'll take five. <laughs> wow. Yeah, dude. dude. So this guy brings back a platter of five croissants to our room. No. <laughs> Holy Personally shit. Delivered. That's great service. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's crazy to get the blank check, but it's number of almond, almond croissants. <laughs> like, I don't even know if no. they said pick a number. I don't know where my head would go. I'd be in, I'd be going anywhere between two and 200. Like what, what's appropriate to even say? I have no clue, but Bay was thinking smart because she knew we had a long drive ahead of us and was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to pack some for the road. And we were munching on almond croissants the entire drive back. <laughs> it was awesome, dude. An odd number is an interesting move. She like knew she was going to get one extra for her and not you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. I think it's because we grabbed like three plain croissants because that was all that was left. So, you know, at mm. five more, that's eight. That's 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 already excessive. <laughs> Dude, that's so many croissants. <laughs> I love that for you, though. Thank you. Yeah, it was really fun. Honestly, this place could not be better. Service was ten out of ten. That's amazing. I hope that uh, my upcoming trip has a similar degree of service. I doubt it will because. Uh, I don't have the balls to ask for five croissants. I would have just accepted the um, fate of my breakfast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. The thing is, this guy came and asked like several times if we had everything we needed. And eventually you just crack and you say, no, Mm -hmm. I'm not okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let me speak to my therapist. Wow. Yeah. Cracking under interrogation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. Um. This is my first time also having a private driver. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, we parked the whip downstairs for a steep $40 a night. Um, (laughs) And we said, you know what? We're not moving that fucking car. So we like talked to the concierge and they're like, oh, yeah, well, it's included. We'll just drive you wherever. (laughs) And then you just like call us and get a free ride back. I mean, I think once Uber fucking gentrifies Whistler, that might not be a thing anymore, but we did get a free ride you know all over the place which was nice it's a fantastic feature of a hotel mm-hmm. um hoteling has fallen so far from the good graces of god that you wouldn't expect that any like anything like that anymore like mm-hmm. it's like self-check-in <laughs> and um mm-hmm. like you make your own bed before you leave like Airbnb is ruining hotel expectations, but I want to hold our hotels to a high bar. I think everyone should have a courtesy mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. I love that feature. 100%. Do you know what car it was? Just curious. Uh, yeah, it was a GMC Yukon. It wasn't a Suburban, mm-hmm. which would have been my first choice, but it was yeah. the, you know the, the smaller one, um, but it was a top-of-the-line model, of course, with Fairmont branding in the back window. Cool, cool. I was gonna guess suburban. Um, Yukon's more appropriate for a like a alpine town, anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if anything, it's more on brand, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all wow, the details. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I did feel That's like I was amazing. in Mexico, Ty, because I was like, I was throwing around tip money <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, damn. Do people even tip here like that? But. I was like, I felt compelled to. I was like, free chauffeur, free food. I'm like, 
I got it. I got a tip a little bit. I even stole a beer. I mean, you're not like Apple Pay tapping on the driver's square reader. So are you throwing Canadian toonies at him? You you minimum five bucks, I guess. Hey, oh, minimum fivers. I'm like, hey, buddy, this is for you. But it's the best feeling in the world, Ty, when most of the trip is free. And so you're able to tip like really well. You just feel like a total boss, especially when you like mm-hmm. like the person who's like helping you out. You know, mm-hmm. being croissant guy um yukon guy <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah dude all these supporting characters <laughs> i know I, I completed a lot of side quests in whistler and happy to say i've achieved 10th prestige <laughs> at the fairmont <laughs> <laughs> damn uh, oh yeah dude. fairmont does a app program with loyalty points that earns you some pretty good perks you should make sure you uh accredit your room to that this is not a sponsored fairmont episode by the way i'm just saying like i'm a frequent stayer and the point program is pretty good oh i know i learned about it afterwards so i'm gonna have to retroactively apply those points ty because you're right i want this kind of treatment every time i go hell yeah i'm sure concierge will help you out with that (laughs) they've uh been able to do everything else for us literally like within like five seconds of like laying down on the bed i i called them and I was like, because we brought a bottle of wine from Vancouver, which I think is like the move. Always bring a bottle of wine with you when you go to a hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, we like immediately called them. We're like, oh, fuck. Can you bring us a bucket of ice? And then like the same woman that checked us in walked over like five seconds later with a bucket of ice. I was like, this is awesome. It's just like perfect. Damn. I was like off to such a good start. <laughs> yeah, dude. The opening play is cracking a bottle. I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. 100%. Cracking wow. a bottle. We even brought one of the tiny little um, Lilabo candles, like the, like from the, mm. like the sampler set. So tiny little Lilabo candle, bottle of rosé on ice. Love is Blind was streaming on the TV. It was just the most fantastic weekend. <laughs> wow, you really like leaned into the romance. And I, I think that's great. A romantic at heart. I, that's my move too, though. Roll up with the wine. I usually do tea lights because you can create ambience throughout the room, not just centralized to wherever your Lilabo's smoking up. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's smart. I, I used to carry a, like a little portable speaker too to like play some soft jazz to unwind to while you like unpack your bag. But I don't know. Hotel speakers have gotten so much more both orga- like easy to connect to and better quality mm-hmm. that you don't really need that anymore mm-hmm. i want the yeah, oxford totally. subway when i walk in that's what i, I want subway <laughs> take sandwich artists take note to everything we're talking about your service could definitely be mm-hmm. improved mm-hmm. yeah dude if if they can claim artistry over making a footlong then this was really like service artistry like mm-hmm. i've never seen service be like so artistic you know what i mean i think it was like just reached a different level this weekend mm-hmm. it's it's very inspiring to see people thinking through what they do mm-hmm. unlike us ty we just hop on the mic and you know i, I lit up a cigarette earlier <laughs> just to get in the yeah. mood and and now we're cruising for sure it's definitely a autopilot type podcast so much so that we might as well be ai generated hosts <laughs> but whoa the, the the ai is now self-aware that's crazy <laughs> yeah you know what though like as 
um, mids as our podcast can be. I was watching the Met Gala live stream last night, <laughs> the red carpet uh, interviews, and the audio engineers working that red carpet were so bad, they might as well have been podcasters. That is the worst audio I've ever heard on a live event. Volume mm. coming in too hot, volume coming in too quiet, mics going all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. they needed a lapel bad in there. They needed some lapels. And I just thought, like, oh, maybe our audio isn't that bad after all. Wow. So you're telling me the Met Gala has worse audio than Think Fresh Podcast? That's actually, like, I, yeah. credit to us. Because I think we're doing a fantastic job of, you know, providing that auditory experience. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Check, 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 one, two. Yeah, absolutely, dude. It was kind of, like, made me feel like the Met Gala was a little washed, to be honest. Because it was, like... I don't know, just a, it felt like a furry convention this year. And um, <laughs> you already know it's washed, audience. bro. Dude, it's, we all know it's washed. And you already, it's like confirmed when a roach gets like that much publicity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know about the roach that like scurried across the carpet? Like, yeah, dude. A roach at Subway does not get nearly as much attention because it's expected. But like, mm-hmm. this, 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 uh, the quality of the Met Gala is that of a Subway restaurant at this point. For sure. Between like the roach and Jared Leto's fit, it's like they need to rename it the pet gala. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, fuck. I mean, I can just picture like someone in that same costume ordering a sandwich as well. And like getting like spilling Southwest sauce like on their fucking white fur. Like you're yeah, and then they have to like they have to lick it <laughs> off like a cat cleans itself. <laughs> <laughs> no napkin necessary. <laughs> mm-hmm. i have like an issue with these like celebrities that just are hired to like look hot <laughs> you know what i mean it's mm. like like we don't need fucking the guy from like what's that show the last of us to mm-hmm. be dressed in like shorts and like a red coat like we just like don't like just put on a normal suit and like just live your life you know what i mean we don't need to like you don't need to make a statement that your stylist wants to like throw on you, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, what's his name? Padre, pa- uh, Padre Pascal. Is that it? Yeah. I think. Pa- yeah. Papa. Like <laughs> Poppy Pascal. Honestly though, his fit was giving something. I like, I was found myself a giving me a heartache. <laughs> yeah. Heartache. <laughs> why was he, why did he pull that off so well? I don't know, but he didn't need to. You're right. Like, off. I don't need these types of feelings in my body. No, I don't. And his like underage companion from the show, who like mm. plays an underage character, I guess, but isn't actually. I don't really know. Like she's wearing like some crazy fucking bedazzled fit. I'm like, why is this interesting? Like I've like lost interest in it completely. We need more like rappers and like NBA players in it. That's like all we really want to see. That's a good call. That's a good call. Um, I think maybe the theme didn't help because like you. I don't know. I feel like they should be picking themes that are more and more obscene in order to like keep up with our like attention span. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. picked a theme that was overall fairly conservative, fairly refined. Uh, like if they picked like edibles, that would be an interesting theme. <laughs> yeah, that would be fascinating. But at the same time, I'm going to politely disagree with you, Ty. I think it should be as pared down as possible to like 
alienate those people who are like seeking attention. Like Doja Cat should not be invited. Like, why is she still relevant? No one cares about her. Someone else made a mm-hmm. song called Doja Cat. That's why Doja Cat's invited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's because people like us are still talking about her on our media platforms. Mm-hmm. Where's the where's like the podcast awards, Ty? Is there like a Grammys for like audio engineers like us? We're audio oh, yeah. engineers, right? We should talk to our rep from Spotify about this and see if there is um, anything happening there because I'm ready for mm-hmm. my red carpet moment. Mm-hmm. That's right. Spotify Labs wanted us, but we said no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we said, show us the bag. You know, if you don't fly us out, we're not interested. So, mm-hmm. you know, pay up. Yeah, definitely. I'd rather they bring the lab up north to us, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Got to bring the whole set, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I don't pull up to the Met. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> cool. Well, well on that note, Eric, I think uh, we're overdue for... Uh, some fun in the sun, so. Oh, absolutely, Ty. It is a toaster out there, and I'm ready to show it my buns. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 Okay. Thank you, Breadheads, for listening to what Eric just said. <laughs> if you made it this far, we appreciate you. Um, follow us on Instagram. Give us a big old heart on the listening platform that you chose. And we'll catch you next week. Think fresh, everybody. Peace.